This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I got them. What an excellent day for an exorcism. I wrote the bill. Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah, that's weird. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. That was the president. I, I don't even know where to begin, man. Where do we begin? Uh, well, first off, uh, it's not likely we'll see any more news conferences, uh, press conferences out of Florida. They had one earlier this morning with several local officials, the mayor, fire chief, uh, and uh, and we aired that for you on Where and Rhyme Up uh, from 7 to 9, Monday through Friday. Uh, and uh, and they did say that, that they were done for the day, so it's not likely, well, unless something they comes up that, you know, uh, is is uh, something uh, uh, significant. I, I don't expect or you know think that we'll see any more press conferences on this show, at least. But you know, on that, I, I just got to say, you know, uh, we uh, we I'll, I, I, as of yesterday, when, when I left here yesterday, and we saw what was left of the building in Surfside, right, Chris? We we it looked like well, it looked like a corner of it had come down. And it really wasn't until we saw the the security camera footage, which you can see actually on Fox News on the on the main page, that you begin to comprehend just how much of this building came down. It was a much larger building than uh, I think uh, a lot of us really understood with the initial images. And about two-thirds of this thing came down. And when you watch the, the video, uh, it's really, it takes your breath away because the middle section kind of falls. And then the the energy released from that causes uh, the the other section, to a much larger section, to, to come down. And uh, you really get, a, get more of a sense of the tragedy uh, that has unfolded before our eyes here. And uh, they have now, the latest numbers this morning are, what is it, I think four confirmed dead, four confirmed fatalities, and 159 people unaccounted for. And uh, we have, the, uh, we have the, uh, uh, the, the rescue, search and rescue continuing uh, both above the rubble and beneath the rubble where they're tunneling into this stuff to try to find folks. Uh, the other uh, story that we're following, and uh, we're seeing some images now from El Paso with Kamala Harris and Veronica Escobar uh, out of Texas, a Democrat, Democrat here in Texas. Are we able to listen to some of that? Let's go ahead and take a listen. And everything that we will all learn and explore together. Thank you have time for about one question. How do you decide that right now? now was the right time to make your first trip to the border? It's not my first trip. I've been to the border so being in Guatemala, being in Mexico, talking with Mexico as a partner, frankly, on the issue, was about addressing the causes. And then coming to the border at the, at the advice and, the, and actually the, the invitation of the congresswoman uh, is about looking at the effects of what we have seen happening in Central America. And um, so I'm glad to be here. It was always the plan to come here. And I think we're going to have a good and productive day. Why did you know, what was your Title 42 be repealed now? So why did you think now was the time? Yeah, that she took off, yeah. Uh, well, brilliant. Uh, 210-599-5555. Uh, it, yeah. What do we hear there, Chris? It was always the plan to come, right? And she's been to the border many times before. 
All right. No, you you haven't been down to Del Rio, sweetheart. You haven't <laughs> you haven't been to the valley. She's talking about whatever border, uh, you know, she's talking about the California border, I guess. Uh, but you know, when you when you listen to uh, Kamala Harris talk, it's just a river of bullcrap. It really is, man. I've been to the border many times, and this was always the plan. Well, if this was always the plan, then why didn't you say something about it? Why didn't you say, you know, this was always the plan for me to go to El Paso, which, of course, is hundreds of miles from uh, where the crisis is actually taking place. Uh, if that was always the plan, then why be snotty about, well, I've never been to Europe either. If that was always the plan, why didn't you say, well, you know, I'm going to El Paso in freaking late June. I mean, you didn't have to add the freaking. I'm just saying if that was always the plan. No, she's full of crap. This is a photo op, man. This is all the, this is, uh, and she's denying this. They're all denying this as well. The only reason she's in El Paso is because Trump's going to be down uh, down near the, uh, in Del Rio or down near the border with Greg Abbott next week. Tell me, tell me that had no effect. Tell me Donald Trump making a big show and a big statement of going down to the border to hang out with Governor Greg Abbott and see the situation. There's going to be an invitation-only town hall meeting of some kind down there with the governor and the former president. And for some mysterious reason, that's when uh, Kamala Harris decides to go visit El Paso. The Friday, what is he going there, on Tuesday? I can't remember if Trump's going to be down there on Tuesday or Wednesday. And magically, she, you know, arrives in El Paso the Friday before, but it had no impact, right? That This has always been the plan. <laughs> it's always been the plan. <laughs> Sweetheart, you're full of crap. The vice president is full of crap. This is a meaningless visit. This is a photo op. This is a way to, I guess, slough off the criticism that she uh, is, doesn't appear to be doing anything about the border. What a bunch of crap, man. Here's Larry. Larry, how you doing? Hey, I just don't get it. Uh, the the whole uh, go to the border thing, the, 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 the fee and the, the, the bill and the cost of flying down there with Secret Service and all that, better that she just stay wherever she needs to stay and, and do her job in D.C. And then that money that she would have used on her photo op thing, let that be used to, I don't know, add some more the wall because all she's going to do is fly down there look across the river and say but yep, she's not she knows dude going. she's not going to the to the Rio Grande. she's not going to the valley she's in yeah, el paso she's in el paso there there are a lot of people probably that would would, would come across the river in el paso if we green it but no but not I mean, the not the, the the actual crisis where it's really going on is is not there yeah and, and if she goes to where the actual crisis is what are we hoping she will do other than say, yeah, these people want to come harvest your crops and change out your hotel bed linen and uh, and roof your houses, and we got us a crisis because they have corrupt, ineffective governments and, and miserable economies. Okay, I can tell you that, and I ain't even got to go down there. I have friends that live in Brackettville and Del Rio, and they see these people coming across their ranches. And I just well, I mean, it's 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 more than oh, they're just coming here for a different life. I mean, you have folks who. Uh, are seeing their property damaged uh, on these ranches along the border and along the river. Uh, you know, I mean, it's it's there. There, you know. So I, I, again, you're right in the sense that there's nothing she can do by being at the border, but she isn't doesn't appear to be doing anything. I mean, the, the trip to the, uh, the to the Northern Triangle to Guatemala that that was pointless. They're saying the whole reason this is happening is because of climate change. If she wanted to score brownie points, she ought to hold a town hall with the property owners that have their fences cut and right. their you know property vandalized because people traipsing through it. That ain't gonna ha- that ain't gonna happen. Those those people are all American U.S. voters, and the people that she and Cortez are so uh, fixated on can't vote. There's nothing to be gained by going down there and holding any of them people's hands. Well, you know, I, I, here, 
I, I appreciate the call, but I, I, I again, I, it, it, obviously it's their policies and the rolling back of the Trump-era policies that gave rise to this crisis. And it is a crisis. Um, she had no intention of going anywhere near this situation geographically. And I agree with you. It doesn't mean that her physically being there would actually accomplish something. But it, by anyone's estimation, it doesn't seem like they're doing anything. And at the root causes, you have to figure out the root causes. We already know what the causes are. We already know what the root causes are. But you can't admit that because then you have to admit that rolling back the Trump policies is what led to this. And yeah, as the as the president of Guatemala said, who? Well, why is this crisis happening? Because of Joe Biden. Sorry, my voice just broke. I just turned fourteen. Adolescence is kicking my ass. Uh, it, it, combined with it's a combination of rolling back the Trump era immigration policies and refugee status policies and all that stuff. Combined with dangling free health care and driver's licenses, you know, uh, in, in in front of these people. I mean, come on, man. Root causes. She says the root causes are white people and climate change. The root one of the root causes is we don't give enough money to Mexico and Guatemala. That's one of the root causes, according to her. No, the only reason she's there now at in El Paso is because Donald Trump's going to be out there in the valley next week. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Let's take a break and we'll come back and go to the phones. Ron, hang on. Pete, hang on. It's Sean on Newstalk five fifty KTSA. Hey, this is David Van Camp. Stay connected with News Talk five fifty KTSA and FM one zero seven one on Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com. Man, I just. I just saw something so disturbing on the TV. Man, I'm I'm shaking. Or am I shook? I don't know. I'm disturbed. Jimmy Walker doing a Medicare commercial. Oh my god. Jimmy Walker JJ doing a Medicare commercial. I'm getting old. no mate. <laughs> Velma. All right. It's actually his birthday today. Jimmy Walker's birthday. I I saw that earlier. I have to go back. Is he 106? When is he? Um, maybe close to it. (laughs) Weird man. Life and all its rich variety. Here's Ron. Ron, how you doing? Okay, Sean. Hey. As long as I get to hear from you, we all need continuity, man. You're just punching away, and we <laughs> we love we love you. God bless Please you. Thank me. you. Thank you. Yes. Just two quick items, Sean. Number one, if uh, Kamala went to Ground Zero, she would have to optically own it. We all know that, so we're going to avoid the optics, so we don't have to kind of um, own it on on, on right. the, uh, the lamestream media. Number two, did she just say? I've heard her say it before. Uh, we need to find the root cause. We need to find the cause of what, why this. What, I thought well, she found you know. out the root causes when she went to the triangle. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Her, her, her and Joey, her, her and Joey are the root cause. We, we know that. Yeah. It's like, well, you know, Christ said we'll always have the poor. We're going to always have them. Right. But, um, we we know better, Sean. And thank you for for uh, keeping up. Uh, Doing what you do, and I appreciate it with your with your megaphone that we don't have. We need you. Thank, thank you, man. You, I appreciate it, Ron. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, we're still trying to find the root causes. <laughs> That's right. Kamala's right. She's trying to find the root causes. Has there ever? Oh, and Jimmy Walker's seventy-four. Jesus. Anyway, um. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <It's> just... <laughs> that means I'm getting old too, man. Uh damn. Uh has there ever been a more bizarre president and vice president in American history? You know? Hola, El Pasoans. That's right. And what did you see that crap yesterday with Biden? Did you see that? 
I mean, it was a doubleheader, you know, I mean, in baseball, right? A doubleheader. Like, first we had the uh, the the first press conference, and he had to get on the helicopter. Didn't say a damn thing about Surfside, Florida at all. Kamala had to remind him. Joe, building, <laughs> Florida. <laughs> and then, you know, when he came, when he did the press conference talking about the the bipartisan uh, infrastructure bill or double bill or whatever the hell it is, and he did that weird-ass whispering thing. What in the hell, man? Those two are a rolling acid trip. They really are. Come on, man. Do you? Do we still have some of that whispering crap? Yeah, go ahead and lay it on me, man. One more time. Let's take a I look. I got them $1.9 trillion relief so far. They're going to be getting checks in the mail that are consequential. Oh, God. <laughs> Isn't that creepy as, as crap? I wanted to say the S word. Isn't that creepy as... Mm, stuff? Stuff, Chris. The word is stuff. And it's consequential. Here's Pete. Pete, how are you? Who's on there, Joe Biden? <laughs> What's going on, man? Not much. Whenever I hear the name Kamala, I think of the uh, wrestler from World Class Championship uh, Wrestling. It was the Texas Wrestling League here. Look up Kamala. You'll see what I'm talking about. <laughs> anyhow, uh, yeah, it was way before your time when you were in Maryland. But anyways, you know, you and me, speaking of Maryland, you and me lived in D.C. You know how uh, detached those people are from the border. I mean, they don't know what goes they on. They have no They're idea, to... man. Your average liberal idiot from the East Coast, especially D.C., Northern Virginia, they have no idea, man. No, they're not getting it. And I used to live in D.C., Northern Virginia. And let me tell you, it's funny when I go up there and I hear they're, they're you know, we know how you feel. And uh, they pull this crap about immigration. I'm like, you know what? No. Come to San Antonio, Texas. Right. Go to the Valley. Go to Del Rio. Uh, go to El Paso. Well, she is in El Paso, but we know what that's about. That's all staged. Right. You know, come down here to Texas. We'll tell you about it firsthand. We see it daily. We see the effects of illegal immigration. We love it. We call them uno- you know, and get off this this um, unauthorized, un- undocumented document. Uh, was undocumented migrants. Undocumented uh, sentient beings. <laughs> yeah, just call it as it is. Right. You know, they're illegal aliens. They're here illegally. You know, call it. Calling them undocumented uh, migrants is basically like calling a drug dealer an un- unlicensed pharmacist. <laughs> right. Pete, I got to run, man. I appreciate the call. It's a pleasure, brother. Thank you. Yeah, you you want to talk to people who are clueless about immigration and yet who don't realize they're clueless about immigration? Talk to any high-dollar bureaucrat I- inside the Beltway or living in McLean, Virginia, or Northern Virginia, or Chevy Chase, or any of those places. Talk to half the people I went to high school with <laughs> from Annapolis. They're just migrants, Sean. They're coming here to fulfill a dream. You're just xenophobic. No, I live a few hours from the valley. <laughs> I, I did. I had a buddy of mine I, you know, you knew years ago, middle and high school. You think he's a teacher now? Thinks that I'm a horrible racist because of my views on immigration. Has no clue. No clue what's actually going on. 210-599-5555. What happened? We're back. News Talk 550 KTSA. KTSA. Phone lines are open. 210-599-5555. Just saw some some thrilling footage of uh, Kamala Harris in El Paso talking to some cops. They were all masked up so they don't catch the stupid. Do you guys have any, like, a Chinese buffet here somewhere? (laughs) Just nod your head like I'm saying something important. (laughs) This is El Paso. Do you have those hard tacos? They come in the box. Is that? Do they come from here? So, like, I thought I could, I'd like to tour the El Paso Taco Shell uh, Factory. <laughs> Hola. You know what a farce, man. I, I don't. I really. It, it, these are. I'm, and I'm serious. 
Biden and Harris are two of the most bizarre president and vice presidential team we've ever had, man. They are weirdos, man. You seriously? Seriously. I'm surprised you didn't say K Paso, El Paso. K Paso, El Paso. <laughs> Do you guys have any fresh Chapolinos? You know. They got Joe creeping everybody out at the same time. I mean, it's like a double header. This has been one weird ass week, uh, presidentially speaking, yes? First, you had uh, Biden's rambling weirdo speech the other day from about the uh, yeah, about gun violence behind the gun violence and nuke you, nuke champ. To you know, I just went to the bathroom in my pants. To you know, freaking Kamala Harris in El Paso for some bizarre reason. <laughs> I just can't take it anymore. Oh, and, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, and just, uh, it, it was two th- in, two, in the year 2009, right, Don Morgan, that Michael Jackson uh, died, passed away. I'm sorry, but he was a creepy dude. I'm sorry. I know it's not nice to speak ill of the, of the dade, but yeah, he, he was a creepy let's, dude. Well, okay, let's talk about this then, since you brought up the word creepy right. when talking about two different individuals. Who's creepier? Who? Joe Biden or Michael Jackson? <laughs> Not my kid. It may be Hunter's. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's a thriller. I just, you know, I don't know. I, I'm just, I, I'm creeped out. The whole day is creeping me out, man. I was, were, were you a Michael Jackson fan? I liked his music. Sure. I, I hate his music. Yeah, no and now when I hear his music on the radio, I feel creeped out because I know, I know enough about him that's like, he's a creepy dude. We're playing Billy Jean on the air. And he's a creepy dude. You know, I just, I don't know. I can't listen to his music anymore because it's, right. I never liked his music anyway. I was yeah. a Prince guy. See, Chris, back in olden times in the 80s, uh, people broke one way or the other. You were either a Prince fan or you were a Michael Jackson fan. You you were not allowed to be both. I know guys who were expelled from school for trying to be both. Yeah, I liked them both. And look what happened nah, to me. Look what happened to him. Yeah. Ended up in radio. Right. I'm just saying. You know, remember when I first said to my dad, you know, with the radio thing, you know, he said, he said, you know, he encouraged me. He said, you know, I, I know you want to be a lawyer, but give this radio thing one more shot. <laughs> no, he never, <laughs> your father never said that to you. You know, Sean, I know you want to be a heart surgeon, but would you just give the radio thing one more chance before you go that way? Right. What do you think I did? Yeah. <laughs> Two one zero five five nine fifty five fifty five. Another would make me happier than what? to turn on the radio one day and hear my youngest child playing a Michael Jackson record on the radio. Oh, stop! It'd make him so happy. Stop! <laughs> I don't want to hear any children listening to Michael Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> right, Corey? No, no. I was. That I mean, was probably going through your dad's head at the time. Uh, you know, he couldn't wait to t- tune in. Can't wait to hear my kid talk up a Michael Jackson song, man. Yeah. Oh, I get what you're saying now. Yeah. I just don't feel like doing the rest of the show. I'm too creeped out by everything. I'm just going to hang. You want to see something really creepy? What? I don't know. Do you? Sure. Okay. Why not? Give me a a minute. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Whoa. Whoa. Hey, hey, I wasn't talking about me. I like your conditioner. Is that lavender? 210-599-5555. Just tell them that it's human nature. Shamal. 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 Uh, two. <laughs> Jesus juice. <laughs> Jesus, you want some Jesus juice? No. Hey, Macaulay. <laughs> I, I have some Lanacane and Jesus juice. No. Lanacane. <laughs> what was it with the whispering thing yesterday? I what have, the hell I is he doing? Know. I don't know. I can't figure out if he thinks that's being cool. Or if he's just freaking nuts. You know, I, I don't know. I can't figure it out. Being dramatic? I think I, it, it's being overly dramatic. Yeah. He leans his ass into the microphone. It's condescension. It's condescension. Well, you're right. Listen, dumbass. I got a trillion.
trillion dollars. Listen, dumbass, it's a trillion of my dollars. (laughs) (laughs) Chris's dollars, Don's dollars. You know, you didn't find it under an elf, under a a mushroom or anything, you know. I got a trillion dollars from an elf. And it's past my bedtime. It's past my bedtime, champ. Two one zero. He needs. He was, does. He needs an exorcist. I was cleaning Hunter's room and I found a big stack of cash. <laughs> <laughs> so I invested it in some Chinese firms. <laughs> I got a trillion dollars and some nuggets. Um, two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. What a ridiculous show this is. What? But you know. I sent, just, I sent the vice president to El Paso <laughs> to get some delicious Tex-Mex. I said, bring back some nachos <laughs> and, some flan, and some flan. Look, oh, is she talking? Is that her? Is she talking? Can we hear her saying? Okay, let's take a listen. Kamala Harris in El Paso. Kamala. Correct. Yes, ma'am. Uh, I think it's important. Obviously, this is a... This is... Um, it right? started in April, and we're already here to a point where we have NTAs working across CBP into ICRO, ORR, and now CIS is coming on board. But it's really important that we continue as that work group that the Secretary formed and that we're working towards uh, continues to move forward so that we can get placement so much faster. Uh, I think one of the things that is going to be interesting from outside of DHS is if we can get the, the IJs uh, from DOJ on board into the system what? so that we can start working <laughs> the whole process about? from the beginning to the I end. IJ, what's the IJ? The immigration Inter- judges. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. that, that we can have those scheduled, uh, those scheduled as we move forward, and it's a one-stop shop for everybody. They're the ones that schedule the court hearings for people. So it's so important that they're at the front end also with us coordinated for some court dates. For some court dates so that the person already knows his, his or her court date and location. And that's some of the things that we're sort of working through right now because they're just not 100% on board just yet. But, uh, but this is this is a game changer for us when it comes to processing and when it comes to the flow of people. Because our goal here is to do processing as fast as we can so we can get the person to their next immigration step. You guys have made incredible advances and <laughs> success trying. in just the last couple of months. And obviously, oh. this is a complicated system. It oh. is. Stood up. Really, congratulations. funding to try to get all the stations, all the processing stations throughout the Border Patrol stations to be able to meet the standards that OCC and OPLA set for us, which yeah. is going to be where the non citizens going to sign. They, they're going to have to be able to view what they're signing. That's why you see this 16 inch pad over there. And we've got some topaz pads over there where they're, they electronically sign their signature. And I really like this approach because it sort of uh, requires the agent and the non-citizen to talk. It now requires the, com- the, the, the computer monitor to turn, have a conversation, explain the document on the screen, person signs, agent signs legally, there's requirements on our behalf, moves on to the next step. And That's awesome. No, really, it's awesome sauce. All right, I can't take any more of this. All right. <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> I don't know, Joe. Neither does Kamala. You guys are awesome. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. It's Sean on News Talk five fifty KTSA. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk five fifty KTSA and FM one zero seven one. That's Sean Show. Uh, news Talk five fifty KTSA. We're uh, we were just playing some live, some fascinating live audio from El Paso with Kamala Harris. Kamala Harris talking to local, I'm assuming, immigration officials, and uh, they actually uh, said. Uh, uh, you know, uh, Miss Vice, Madam Vice President, you know, we're working on putting systems in place whereby the immigration agent can have a conversation with the non-citizen. Because that'll help. If they could just, you know, have a confab, talk stuff over. How old are you, young man? I am 12. <laughs> I am 12 years old from Guatemala. Nice mustache you got there for a 12-year-old. Let's have a conversation, non-citizen. You know, come on, man. This whole thing is a farce. 
This is theater. This is nothing more. Kamala Harris doesn't even know what the hell they're saying. Don't you, Chris, did you get that? Did you guys get that impression while she's listening to all this gibberish from these people? We need to put systems in place where the agent can speak with a non-citizen. And she's just like, awesome. Yeah, that's Listen, awesome. It's taking everything she had just to not watch it fly over her head. <laughs> awesome sauce. That's cool. You know, it's just ridiculous. What a waste of freaking time and taxpayer money, man. <laughs> Seriously. So it's been a very strange day politically. Uh, what else? Uh, you know, and, and can I bring this? I'm going to bring this up, and if anybody want to call me, wants to call me up. Uh, and and it, it, does anybody use that? Is it Latinx? Does anybody use that word? Besides, like Caucasian politicians. Thanks, Latinx. Latinx. My wife hates that word, man. I don't know anybody who uses that word, Latinx. I don't know anybody who uses that stinking word, man. Unless it's freaking Joe Biden or Kamala Harris or Nancy Pelosi. Over there in Phoenix. They got Latin Latinx in Phoenix. Latinx sounds like some sort of Mexican vinyl. You know what I mean? Like you know what I mean? That you would make like a, a raincoat out of something that's made out of Latinx. Well, what are these things pull words out of their butts these days and apply it to stuff. I'm sorry. That's just my cisgender privilege coming out. It's Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA. Pay them more. I got them. $1.9 trillion relief so far. Sean Lima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. News Talk 550 KTSA. Yes, we're following the very exciting uh, visit to El Paso by the vice president while simultaneously analyzing the president's very bizarre behavior yesterday with the whispering creepy ass. Creepy Joe is, is trending right now all over the interwebs. Creepy Joe. How's that make you feel? Boy, we really look great on the world stage, don't we? The leader of this of the greatest nation on the planet is 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 got a new nickname, Creepy Joe. Would you let your daughter ride the elevator with that guy? I'm sorry. Well, I'm just saying he's the president. And uh, beyond that, this meaningless visit by Kamala Harris. Does anybody know why they're all wearing masks outside? Uh, in El Paso, it is not likely she will see any illegal crossings uh, in El Paso. She might cross paths with Beto. Is Beto going to show? You know what I mean? It feels like a, like 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 some kind of cheap-ass TV movie of the week. I'm waiting for Beto to make a cameo. You know what I mean? So I, I don't know what the, what this farce is all about. Well, I, I do know what this farce is, is all about. Okay? It's because Trump's going to be down at the border next week. She wouldn't be in stinking El Paso if it weren't for Trump going to meet Greg Abbott tomorrow next week in uh, down by the, down the valley, I think. You know where stuff's actually going on. That's why she's there. Uh, there's no point to this. There's no purpose uh, to what she's doing. Uh, but I guess she sure as hell doesn't want to be uh, seen in the same frame as, like, you know, 90 people crossing the river, right? So she's in El Paso. Uh, meanwhile, a couple of other stories. Ted Cruz, who is actually a badass, uh, has uh, crafted a piece of legislation that would ban uh, uh, federal dollars from supporting uh, critical race theory for employees, I believe, uh, whether they're government employees or just employees uh, you know, at a workplace in general, because he says it's politics and it's racist. And American taxpayer dollars should not be used, and I think this is for schools too, should not be used to fund essentially what is Marxism and racism being taught to our kids or being uh, foisted on, uh, on people uh, who work for the government or who work for a private company. Because that's what critical race theory is. It's pure Marxism. It's pure racism. Okay. 
and everybody knows. I, I don't know where you are in this, and give me a call. Tell me what you think. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. But we seem to be picking up on uh, uh, increasing levels of uh, disgust and frustration with this very extreme agenda of the left in this country. You, you've been seeing this all week, or the past few weeks, actually, in Loudoun, Virginia, at the uh, Board of Education there, where parents are showing up and going nuts on everything from trannies in the bathroom to critical race theory. Uh, you know, J- uh, James Carville, a couple of weeks, a few weeks ago, was even saying that a lot of Democrats hate this stuff, too, but... Unfortunately, they're too afraid to say anything. So, you know, I, I and and plus the you know the, this this farce uh, uh, with Harris and and the and the, the and the illegal uh, the illegal immigration crisis, uh, which was uh, created basically by the Biden administration upon uh, Joe Biden getting sworn into office. Oh, is she speaking? Is Kamala speaking? If she starts speaking. Oh, we got uh, we got Merrick Garland, your uh, your uh, attorney general, who is speaking about suing Georgia over uh, their new voting laws restricting uh, the federal governments, like we have here in Texas. But I don't want to listen to him because he's boring and he's he's full of crap too. If we get Kamala talking for any other reason, if we get Kamala moving her mouth and proving her own ignorance, I'd like to get that live on the air. And I guess that's what I'm trying to say is that it's 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 weird at all levels. I was telling Trey telling Trey this earlier that very often you go through a period in history where there's one major issue or one major event that you deal with, but in uh, the world today, especially in the United States of America, it's weird and crazy on every stinking level. We've got thousands, if not millions, of people pouring into this country across the uh, the southern border. Uh, the governor can't get a phone call from Kamala. Kamala Harris is in Texas, and Greg Abbott's not going to hear from her. Greg Abbott has not heard. Our governor, the governor of this state, has not heard from either the the uh, the vice president or the president on the immigration crisis, on the border crisis. Think about that. Uh, you you have the uh, the the Democrats trying to see to the passage of this for the people act that would essentially federalize every single stinking election, if you will, in America and rob the states of their constitutional responsibility and right to maintain those elections and to to, to determine how those elections take place in that state or in that district. Why? Because they want to legalize the cheat that they successfully pulled off by getting old, crazy Biden in office. That's right. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's just, it's, it's weird on all levels. There's a lot of plates spitting in the air, as it were, with the weirdness uh, that America is dealing with right now. And I personally think, and you can call me up and tell me what you think, I personally think... That uh, people are getting sick of it across the board. And I think, uh, to use Barack Obama's words, I think the midterms are going to be a shellacking of the Democrats. Here's Jay. Jay, you're on Newstalk 550 KTSA. What are you thinking? Uh, Good morning. Uh, Happy uh, Friday. Happy Friday. I wanted to know if Trump is going to be at the border, if he's finally going to get a check from Mexico to pay for that wall like he promised us when he ran for president. They haven't sent a single peso, Sean, not one peso. Uh, I'm not really concerned about that, to be honest with you, at this particular moment. Plus, Trump's not in office anymore. Does it bother you at all? Does it bother you at all that the current president has caused, has given uh, way to this crisis we're currently experiencing? No, Sean, we've had this crisis for 25 years. Like it is right now? Yes. It's always been this bad like it is right now. They had millions coming in with Bush and Obama. What about Trump? Uh, it's, it's not going to change. What about Trump? Trump? What about Trump? Uh, same thing. Well, it was Trump. going on. Hang on. Hang on, Jay. It was going on as bad as it is right now during the Trump era. Uh, 
You have uh, ups and downs. Uh, okay, let me ask you one more time. It was as you saying it's as bad as it's always been. 25 years, your words, man. 25 years. 25 years. So what, the four years that Donald Trump was president, it was as bad as it is now. It was on a downward trend, but it started to go a up. Don, downward trend. When did it start going up? Dude. I believe it was 2019. What? Yes. No, most of the facilities that are now full of kids were closed because there's nobody in them. Duh. You knew that, right? Uh, what do you mean most are closed? They're still I'm open. saying the facilities that are now full of children, especially under the Trump era, in the Trump era, most of those had been closed because there's nobody in them. That's a known fact. You knew it, right? Not all of them, Sean. Not all of them are closed. Oh, my God. So let me ask you one more time. So you said that for the past 25 years, this problem has been as bad as it is now. You can't explain why it wasn't such under the Trump era. You're full of crap when you say it was on the uptick in 2019, which it wasn't. There was no caravans coming from the Northern Triangle. That didn't start happening until the refugee policies of the Trump era were rolled back by Joe Biden. So why was it that this wasn't happening under Trump? The caravans were only about 5,000 people. They're oh, God. Uh, arresting hundreds of thousands. When? The caravans dissipated to about 1,500. No, the, there, the there was barely the anybody coming over in the caravans during the Trump era because they couldn't legally get in. Because Mexico deported more immigrants than the U.S. What? Mexico deported more immigrants from Mexico. Mexico is deporting States. more, that what, Americans? <laughs> Who are you talking about? Who was Mexico, Mexico deporting? Mexico deported more illegal, undocumented immigrants from Central America than the United the, States. They, of they're in Central America. Well, sort of. They sent them back. They sent them back. To what sent who back? He's referring to what Trump that, mandated they do. They were st Trump stopped them in Mexico, in Mexico-assisted. Right. That's right. what he's pointing out. So he's thanking right. Trump. Right. Oh, cool. cool. Well, that, I guess Come Trump, on, that God. worked with Trump then, didn't it? I mean, that was a good and, thing. You know, it would be nice if Trump were to get people other than Border Patrol to back him up and do the photo ops when he's down. Do, do, you, do, you, do you do realize that Donald Trump's not the president back. anymore, right? So what's he doing down here? What do you care? I don't. Well, then why'd you bring it up? You did. <laughs> you called me, man. Okay, Jay, you're full of crap as usual. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five. Well, you know, you can only dance with that moron for so long before you know I start to get vertigo. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. He just sits around thinking about Trump, doesn't he? They all do. He just sit around thinking about Trump. Joe Biden's head could spin around. He could levitate and start speaking Aramaic. And Jay, like, yeah, but that Trump, you know, Trump, Trump was possessed by demons too. <laughs> oh yeah, when was that? Well, come on, Sean. <laughs> That's right, Jay. Jay, you're an idiot. Okay, you don't know what you're talking about. Freaking idiot. I'm just. You don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Power of Christ compels you, Jay. All right, 210-599-5555. Let's take a break. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. Hi, this is Jack Riccardi, and you're listening to News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Stay connected. Everything's so weird. Uh, just watch it. News Talk 550 KTSA. It's Sean. Hi. I was just uh, watching this press conference with Merrick Garland, your attorney general, and the the department. And they just the, bizarre. Okay, so they just had a, a an assistant attorney. Her last name is Clark. I can't remember her first name already. They're suing Georgia over their voting, their restrictive voting laws. And the assistant attorney who was just speaking is African American. Can she produce a photo ID? Can I see some ID? 
Yeah, because that's the whole idea, right? That if you gotta if you gotta show a photo ID in Georgia to vote and you're black, like you can't do it. It's a burden. Now, isn't that the most racist? That is the most racist crap. Here's what they say about about the voting laws in, in states in the states like Georgia and and also Texas, right? It's they, they they present unfair obstacles to people of color, such as the hours when you can vote because I guess black people can't get it together enough to be on time ever, right? Uh, most of these laws, I think the Georgia laws uh, as well. I know the Texas law; it's true. They've actually expanded the kinds of ID you can you can produce to prove you are who you are. I think at this point you can just bring a People magazine subscription card, but that's restrictive to people of color too to have to show a photo ID. And there's absolutely nothing racist about that. Oh, sometimes I think I must go mad. Uh, meanwhile, in Pennsylvania, some folks are holding an exorcism for some lumber at a Home Depot. I'm serious. Police had to stop an exorcism in the lumber aisle at a Home Depot. Well, they were bored. Nah. Uh, the, <laughs> they were having, they said it was for the dead trees. The police say... The exorcism was for dead trees. Um, I just, I, I don't know what the hell is going on in the world. I'm just, maybe it is the end times. Maybe we're there. Maybe it's just all going to hell. I don't know, man. Biden's whispering his ass off, and people are calling him Creepy Joe around the world. Kamala Harris is trying but failing to order tacos at a, at, a, at, a, at a taco cabana in El Paso. I'd like uh, uh, some of those chihuahuas. Can I get some cheese chihuahuas? <laughs> awesome. The DOJ is suing a state because they require you to prove you are who you are to vote. Because having to prove you are who you are is racist somehow. Brandeis University doesn't want you saying, uh, you know, doesn't want you saying uh, uh, picnic anymore because that's racist. The FAA doesn't want you saying cockpit because of that. this is true. The FAA is no longer going to call the cockpit the cockpit. They're going to call it the flight deck like it's a freaking enterprise because cockpit somehow is offensive to women. Now, who's the one with the dirty mind, me or the FAA? I'm just, I'm, I'm so sick of it all. Here's Richard. Richard, hey, Sean. hey. Welcome to Bizarro World. You know the old Superman comic book deal. Yeah, we're living in it, baby. We're living in Bizarro World right now. I, I, I don't, I don't get it at all. But uh, the one thing I, I do love this morning, and I heard this someplace else, uh, Trump is living in every Democrat's brain rent free. He is, they man. In the morning, they're obsessed with Trump. <laughs> they can't they're let it go. They're obsessed with Trump. They eat lunch, they're obsessed with Trump. They are, I man. It's it. weird. All right. I love it, don't you? I do, too, Richard. Thanks for the go. Well, I mean, it's like that guy called a little while ago, Jay. Couldn't shut up about Trump. Well, you know, hey, it's nice that at least an ex-president is talking to the governor of Texas. Yeah, don't you think? While this crisis is going on. <laughs> Trump does, man. He lives in their skulls. He's got his feet kicked up on their souls, man. They can't let him go. Get it? Feet kicked up on their souls. You know what I mean. Awesome. <laughs> you know, and I, I just, I can't take it anymore. Well, I can't take it. I'm just... I just never, and I'm. You tell me if if I'm right or wrong. Have you ever lived in a moment, however old you are, where life was this freaking weird, man? I'm just just all across the board, freaking weird, man. Weird. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Uh, we're just kind of riffing. Oh man, I miss. We got to call Kinky. Oh, let's call Kinky now. Okay, we're, we'll talk to Kinky here in a few minutes. It's Sean Ryan on News Talk 550 KTSA. Ooh, la la, hoo, la la, hoo, la la. <laughs>
News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. Uh, we have uh, every Friday we have Mr. Kenky Friedman join us live on the air from Echo Hill. Usually we do that at 10 a.m., but we got a little behind today because of all the news conferences and uh, between Florida. I'm a very busy man. We're very busy. We're very busy, Kinky. We're very busy professionals. How are you? (laughs) Well, this is like a mental hospital. I need six things before I can start, which are not a lot, I guess. You've got a lot more technologically than I do. So I'm starting with here. I've got to find a... Guitar, cigar, glasses, uh, ashtray. That's four. Right. Uh, the the, the song titles, because the songs are so new that I can't, you know, I don't even know them by heart. Right. Uh, five, and I'm missing one thing. Sean, I have your uh, little uh, Christian thing up on my uh, lamp. No. What's that? Oh, do you? Yeah, what do you call it? What, the uh, rosary? Yeah, my little Christian thing. And I said, bring good luck to Sean. <laughs> and on mine, I have Sherlock Holmes, Father Damien, and a big hippopotamus carved in South Africa, and a picture of my brother and me and the Glazer brothers in Nashville. Right. When we, when we got into the... Uh, Nashville Hall of Shame or whatever it was. Right, right. <laughs> so, uh, so anyway, so it's going well. The, I, I thought about the uh, a story I told, a very brief, very brief, uh, about flying on the airplane with a guy. And I think it, no one finds that uh, remotely humorous except me. But, but I was riding next to this guy, and I told him, uh, I can't believe I'm 75 years old. I can't. I'd still, I cannot believe it. And uh, he says, well, my dad is uh, 75, and he's wearing a bikini. And I carried the conversation on a little further because I was interested in it. And, and, and um, well, see, what happens is you screw up the, the punchline here and the thing. It's not a punchline. It's an incident that happened. Right. And... Uh, I'm wearing. He's wearing a bikini. You're wearing a bikini. Anyway, the what the guy actually had said was, my dad is 75. It's turning 75, and he's moving to McKinney. <laughs> okay, that's, that's All right, that's about the hardiest uh, superficial laugh I've ever heard. Oh, no, I've heard that joke funny. before, but it's it's very good. It's still good. It is it's good a joke. It, it really happened. Right. All right, we've got a song here. And the hard part of it is balancing it. At every, we'll we'll give it a try, and we're using a. Uh, I mean, this is no secret, right? We're using a telephone. Yeah, yeah. Everybody, and, does. yeah. It sounds fine. And yeah, it, yeah, and it's okay. And it, in fact, it makes me feel like the Wichita lineman, mm. and uh, I am an adult Wichita lineman trying to do this. Sorry, right, I've got the guitar. God Almighty! All right, so just for those of you that are interested in becoming songwriters, don't do it. <laughs> but if you're going to, if you're going to, right, and you're right, determined right. to, uh, that that's fine. But um, this is a, you will see some some of the work in progress. Right. There's no way I'll get through this song without screwing it up a couple times, probably. But you'll still, be fine. Still, the song is there. Okay. So about my dogs, I, I now have uh, five. But uh, these are, this is Banjo, Sophie, and me. And Sophie is still with us at nine, 19 years old. Mm. Okay, so you go, Self, we'll send this out to you. Okay, here we go. I'm, all right, I'm just putting the phone on the desk. Hear this all right, Sean? That's fine. I think that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're talking to talking to Kinky Freeman. He's going to get get ready to do a song for us here, a, a new song. These are all original songs and new songs that he's written uh, very recently, and nobody's ever 
People, no one's heard these before. We, we warmed our hearts around the borrowed campfire. Never gave us. It's all right. What I really need is a shot of tequila. <laughs> <laughs> Warmed our hearts around a borrowed campfire. Never gave a thought to growing old. Then Bird fell off his perch and left me banjo. And Sophie sort of snuck in from the cold. Now it's Banjo and Sophie and me. Banjo and Sophie and me. We rambled around the country, we three. Banjo and Sophie and me. Now, Welcome all ye dogs and all ye people and all the furry friends we met along the way. Always together forever and ever. And I cherish all their memories today. Now darling little Banjo, he died in the night. His tail's still a wagon, his eyes shining bright. Now he's bound for the land of the four-legged free. So long, Banjo. From Sophie. Sophie. And me. Now Banjo is gone and Sophie. Just a few steps behind them, I know. But when my time has come, there'll be no hesitating. I'm a going wherever they go. dog believes that you're never going to die. The dog believes life is a game. The dog believes you can do it if you try. Soon he'll have you believe in the same. Because dogs are loving and loyal and they Beautiful, Kinky. That was gorgeous. Gorgeous song, uh, man. Thank you. Thank wow. You, you. Well, thank we're going to... I might have to take a, a chainsaw to my guitar someday. No. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, listen, I know you're busy with the camp and all that. We're going to have to going to have to run here in a second, but uh, uh today was the Gold, first Gold day. Star Ranch folks, Gold Star Kids, Echo Hill, Gold Star. Echohill.org. We're having a ball here. I got to tell you something. We're having a great time and I understand you are visiting us. Right? I am. It's either going to be this Sunday or it's going to be the uh, one day the next week cuz I'm off the whole next week. So, uh through, man, we're looking forward to it. You're not going to believe it. I'm looking forward to coming up too, man. Kinky, I'll give you a call a little later on the weekend, all right, brother? All right, because <laughs> I, I can't believe I'm uh, 75 years old. 75 years young, man, and 75 am, years young. I am I am moving to McKinney, yeah. <laughs> all right. All right, brother. I all love right. you. All right, brother. We'll see you soon. Yep. I like you. I like you. I love you. I like you. <laughs> I love you, too, man. Bye. Kinky Freeman on Newstalk 550 KTSA. We'll take a break. It's Sean. Uh, we'll go to the phones here uh, in a second. This is Jamie Markley, and you're listening to News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Stay connected. Yeah, News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. Final few moments of the show. You never quite know what you're going to get when Kinky comes on the radio. That's beautiful. You always get a beautiful song, though. And again, these are all new songs whenever he comes on with us. And he usually comes on at 10. We got a little behind today with some of the stuff we were doing. and. Uh, but we do that every Friday. We have the Kingster on live from Echo Hill. And if you want to find out more about the Gold Star Camp for Kids of Gold Star Families, and also they're doing another camp for uh, children of first responders, just go to echohill.org and check that out. Uh, final few moments, if you want to call us up and uh, say what's on your mind, 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. Uh, we've spent most of the uh, time talking about uh, uh, Kamala Harris's meaningless, meaningless trip to El Paso, which is really just uh, to stem the tide of criticism she's received about not doing anything about the crisis. And also, uh, Donald Trump's going to be down there, uh, down here with uh, Governor Abbott next week. And so we had to get Kamala's big butt out to El-, El Paso before Trump gets here. And also, Joe Biden's very bizarre behavior uh, at that press conference yesterday with the weird-ass whispering he was doing. That's right. Think, just wrap your mind around this. You know, again, we have a couple minutes here. If you want to go on the air, uh, just wrap your mind again. Wrap your noggin around this. He's our president. He's the president of the United United States of America, and hashtag Creepy Joe is trending globally right now. Everybody on planet Earth knows that our president is a creepy old guy, and you know why? Because he is. He's freaking Aqualung, and he's the president. And I don't know who, I don't know, I don't know what the, I've been asking all morning, you know, even when I was on with Trey, I can't tell if he thinks he's being cool with the whispering thing or if he's just freaking nuts. I I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. Uh, Steve, Steve, how you doing, man? Steve, you there, brother? Yeah, I'm here. Can you hear me? Yeah, I got you, man. What are you thinking? Well, first of all, Democrats are psycho. They're psychotic, so right. it's probably that. But I concur. I was calling. I was calling to warn everybody about the upcoming energy crisis mm. that this state is going to have this summer. Now, every summer, uh, people die of heat because they don't have a way to to cool down. Right. Every summer. CPS and a bunch of other do-gooders give away $12 box fans, and every every fall, those box fans are sold at garage sales. But mm. this year, because this state is spending, and other states are spending time and, and treasure on unreliable energy resources and abandoning reliable, proven energy resources, this summer is going to be particularly bad, and many, many Texans and people across this country are going to die as a result of it. I, I just want to warn everybody to prepare themselves. Yeah, we uh, Trey and I talk about that quite a bit on the show, and especially Trey. Uh, I, I think it's going to be a dicey summer. I think you're right. Uh, so we'll uh, uh, see. Well, we'll brace ourselves. We'll see how it works out. But uh, I, we're kind of expecting some brownouts or blackouts or uh, of the uh, of the AC. And uh, it's not going to be good, especially in, in, in uh, you know, mid to late August when it's really stinking hot. 
and the people who are who the people. What's that? It, it's gonna it's gonna be worse this year than ever before. Yeah, I, I think you're right. Uh, all right, Steve, I appreciate the call, man. Thank you, brother. Yes, sir. Yeah, I you know we'll see. Of course, they 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 got they commissioned this report. On uh, what broke down, or you know what 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 went a foul uh, during the the winter storm uh, a few months ago, uh, and there I guess buried in this report that I guess the mayor uh, himself commissioned or asked for or requested. Uh, I, Trey found this that apparently the power outages were a choice based on equity in that the power was turned off mostly in the north and northwest part of town. And the northwest part of town is where I reside. Uh, because I guess it was determined that folks in the other parts of town couldn't handle it as much. Or it would have been worse on them. So I, I, I don't know what to expect, man. Is summer coming up? Who knows? Or the, the rest of the summer? Who knows? But I think Steve's right. I think we need to brace ourselves for uh, uh, some power outages, perhaps. Now, I don't know that. This is all conjecture. I don't have any actual information telling me that's going to happen. But, uh, you know, one never knows with the way things have been going, and especially after we uh, saw what happened during the winter storm, which was a freaking nightmare, man. Just an absolute freaking nightmare. Uh, I'm going to be getting my happy ass on out of here now. Uh, we got Mark Lee Van Camp and Robbins coming up next. And uh, go ahead and check out Kinky's website. Once again, echohill.org. And uh, we're going to be, we might be putting uh, some of these songs as recorded on KTSA into a record at some point. We were talking about that last night. Thank you, Chris. Thanks to Elaine Rodriguez, our executive producer, Don Morgan, and my good brother, Trey Ware. Spread the love. Don't be a jerk. We'll see you on Monday. Bye.